and we are live at Channel 8 TV Podcast Studio with the lovely Miss Somia, all the way from India. She lives right here in the state of Washington, but she's the reigning Miss India, and she's going to talk about herself, her life, her achievements, and we are so excited to have her in the studio. My friend, welcome to the program. Thank you so much, Davis, for having me here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So before we go anywhere, we're going to pay our bills, and when we come back, we're going to dive into your interesting life and learn a little bit about what you've done in the community and what you've continued to do overseas and as well as here within the United States. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. And we are live back at Channel A TV Podcast Studio in the flesh. Welcome to this program. You look freaked out. <laughs> I just don't miss that. So. <laughs> so relax, my friend. Relax. Yes. Suck it in. Enjoy it. I know you overthink everything. Not that you don't need to. You have to. But, uh, you know, this is one of those times when you just have to chill and relax and enjoy the interview. So good to see you. Same here. Oh, yeah. So welcome. What did you do before you came here? What did I do? Mm. I drove for almost one and a half hours from Sammamish. Oh my goodness, just to be here. <laughs> yes, just to be here in, in your presence and uh, <laughs> yeah, have this wonderful, wonderful experience. Yeah, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. But it's, 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 it's worth it, right? Did yes. you, hopefully you, you learn something and Definitely. share something, you know, so that's that's good. You look yeah. lovely. I, I see Thank the you. bling on your, on your crowns there and uh, it just looks nothing but royalty everywhere. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. So talk to us a little bit about your journey. You know, uh, first of all, describe to the viewers and the listeners out there who you are, introduce yourself so they can know a little bit about your story. Sure. So my name is Samya Mishra mm -hmm. and uh, I come from India originally. Um, I work here uh, at Microsoft uh, as a software engineer. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, yes, today I think uh, I'm being interviewed as uh, Mrs. India Queen of Substance 2019, excellent, uh, excellent. second runner-up. Um, so this is a national level pageant back in India. It was uh, held at the capital of India, which is New Delhi. And it is uh, uh, it happens every year over there. Um, we, the participants are all over the world. Mm -hmm. um, women, married, divorced, um, you know, whatever the stature is, but you need to be an Indian citizen to participate. I see. Um, so there were participants from Dubai, Canada, and Australia, wow. USA, and all over the world. Wow. So yeah, it, it was a great, great experience. It was a great experience. Yeah. So how long did it take you to prepare for that? Um, so preparation was all um, on, on the time of the participant. Uh, mm -hmm. It was a three-day pageant uh, filled with different rounds and different photo shoots and uh, you know, uh, yeah. contests and question answers. Um, but yes, the, the underground preparation was for months and months. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we're going to get back to your pageantry platform and all that stuff. But I wanted to talk to uh, a little bit about your, your technical side of life. You know, shout out to Microsoft, by the way. I worked there um, as a V-Dash <laughs> contract and it was a different experience. I gained mm -hmm. a couple of pounds because there was every time I turned around, there was food. <laughs> is, this, is the environment still the same? Uh, I was at Building 16. <laughs> yes, yes. So we have wonderful, wonderful building structure there. Yeah. Uh, so comfortable. Mm -hmm. You feel like you're working in a modern, high-tech, sci-fi kind right, of a right, movie. Right, right. Um, yes, a lot of drinks. Not food anymore, though, but a lot of, lot of drinks okay, uh, to choose okay. from. By um, uh, my time, you're talking 10 years ago or something like that. It was a lot of food, snacks. So, you know, I gained a couple of pounds because every time I turned around, you know the stress that you go through, you're scratching your head. And, you know, so the, the easiest thing was food. It was right there. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm glad if they took the food away. It's just drinks, so that, that's good. But you've yeah. maintained yourself. You look great. You know, I wouldn't imagine that you've been eating a lot when you're there, you know. How do you balance yourself uh, working there and uh, with all access to all that good stuff? Shout out to Microsoft, by the way. Yeah, a big shout out to Microsoft that they remove food. <laughs> <laughs> so people like me can maintain and just, uh, right. you know, uh, be on drinks. They're being supportive. Uh, yes. But um, overall, as a company, uh, yeah. Microsoft understands that it is part of a very bigger community. Yeah. It is not just a software company. It actually yeah. runs. It, it is a community. It provides uh, employment and it runs the entire system around here yeah. in Redmond and, and the adjacent areas. Yeah, um, there are a lot of initiatives to um, make sure that the employees are uh, comfortable, good, and, comfortable and doing good in health, like their walking paths and jogging paths all Absolutely. around. And, uh, and, and the cricket field too. Is, is yeah. this still there? The cricket field? Because the guys used to play a lot of cricket from India. Well, there are uh, fields, football fields, which are used as cricket yeah. stadiums, but but yeah. Microsoft is creating a new cricket stadium just for cricket. Like really? it would be actually for I'm cricket. I'm glad I asked. That's, so, that's crazy. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, <laughs> with, with all the crazy cricket uh, fans yeah. and uh, yeah. you know so many leagues going on in this area, that, yeah. that's going to be... There, a, there's a lot of construction. Because I remember yeah. I used to be at... Uh, uh, building 16 and I drove by I had one somebody from out of town and I drove by and it's it's different you know there's a lot of construction yes. going so on so I work in building 16 you work in building yes. 16 yes and okay. the construction is just next to our building oh yeah uh, okay so you yes. know what I'm talking yes, about yes, yeah. yes yes okay that's cool that's cool now that we have all that stuff out by the way so you do uh, uh, coding yourself yeah you know so have you heard of a program that's called uh, Girls Who Code the Girls Who Code, yeah. that's a non-profit, yes. And Correct. I've attended a few of their okay. uh, functions as well, yes. So I just wanted, I had to plug it in because yes, I know that yes. uh, you know you you have skills to teach a lot of uh, young men and women out there, yes. you know, in your private life to teach yes. them. And, uh, you know, that's your passion. You love to teach. I do. So yeah. um, I do volunteer for a similar orga organization called yeah. as Ignite. Okay. Ignite is, again, uh, promoting coding mm -hmm. or computer science mm -hmm. um, as one of the career options for yeah. young women. So while growing up back in India as well, um, you know, I was always very scared of math and yeah. coding. And um, But I was pushed through it. My father was a, a lot into physics and math. And yeah. he was like, no, this is the way to go. You need to do yeah. this. Um, <laughs> eventually, the interest develops. But mm -hmm. initially, there is a certain kind of resistance, yeah. uh, especially for women uh, to not enter these fields and to be very naturally aligned towards fashion and mm -hmm. designing and being a doctor. And mm -hmm. I don't know why that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, but uh, and that's the initiative which this nonprofit takes care of. It mm. is uh, we provide uh, in association with Microsoft many coding workshops for mm -hmm. them. So I do teach there. I do sit on the panel and ask all uh, and answer all the questions they have yeah. about joining the industry and the way women get treated in the industry and right. the compensation right. and, and things of that sort. Yeah. And teach them coding and teach Absolutely. them how to code the basics and everything. Yeah. Well, that like we said before, shout out to Microsoft because I know they promote a lot of non-profits. I know that yeah. there's a group called Africans at Microsoft and yes. I have a lot of friends there and uh, they are doing fantastic work in the community, making sure that they're involved yeah. and they, you know, just supporting charities or, you know, we need to do a lot more of that. Yes. You know, so going back to your, uh, your childhood, mm -hmm. you know, when you were growing up, mm -hmm. you know, what did you wish you could become? Who did you idolize? You know, who did you look up to? Uh, what are some of the things that made you interesting that you love to do when you're a kid? Sure. So I was always very tall mm -hmm. and uh, all my friends used to be like, oh, you're tall, you should go into modeling. Yeah. And I never thought of that because uh, the main focus was studies and building a good career for yourself. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and having said that, uh, being a doctor was something I always wanted to do. I was really good in biology and mm -hmm. I, I always thought I could just do that. Yeah. Um, but the trend of the industry was shifting and computer science was something new and sparkly. In and India and especially. In India yeah. especially and everyone was going for that. So um, yeah, I, uh, I, I was not really aligned to <laughs> do it, but then yes, I, I did it. And eventually I got a, got a uh, nick of it. And, and then uh -huh. you go ahead and start enjoying what you do. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and then modeling didn't happen till, till I think I was in the final year of my bachelor's degree. And yeah. then uh, I had this, one of my friend heard it on the radio that, hey, there's this Citadel Miss Pune happening and you should go and apply. You're mm. so tall. Right, and I was you're like, very tall, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, no, I, I don't think my parents will allow that. But yeah. apparently without telling my parents, I appeared for the interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the auditions and everything and got selected and uh, yeah, then the, they were very supportive the, the rest to make history. me through the, yeah. yeah. Okay. So. so is there anything that nobody knows that you're good at, that maybe some hidden talent that none of us know that you want to share with our audience so they can feel important as much as they should, you know? Oh my God. Um, what, what do we I, need to know about you that, that nobody knows that that's really cool that you can do or strange? Um, I don't know. I I can kickbox. I've I've done kickboxing oh, for more okay. more than a year now. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I was right to stay away from you the whole time. <laughs> I knew those. <laughs> so you can kickbox. That's I good. Can kickbox. Does your husband know this? Oh yeah, yeah. He, okay. he he's he's setting up a, a small place for me in for the house for for doing that. So yeah, he knows. He, Is he gonna go in the gym with you? Or, <laughs> he, he he wants to stay be, away too. <laughs> maybe he's gonna be providing you snacks, you know, from the side of the ring. <laughs> Yeah. But good man, good man. And shout out to your husband, by the way, so yes. for letting you be out here this late and, uh, you know, just supporting your, your dreams and uh, just so you can continue being happy. No, and uh, so fashion is something that you really love. Yeah. Yeah. So what does it make you feel when you're on the runway? I, was, uh, I had the opportunity to see you on the runway a couple of times and uh, you, you, you look so intense. Yes. You know, you look so intense when you're doing high fashion, especially. Yes. So what does that make you feel when you're on the runway? Um. So... I initially used to be very scared to mm -hmm. be on the stage mm -hmm. and talking and uh, uncomfortable with the feeling of people looking at me. Mm -hmm. um, eventually, after doing so many shows, mm -hmm. I get a kick out of that now. Uh, I feel uh, when you're displaying someone else's clothes, you're, you're basically, you should be able to display them in a manner yeah. that is the best. And uh, it's way less of, of you, more that. of them. Yeah, less okay. of me and more of them. So uh, uh, giving a plain look or giving that kind of uh, uh, intense look is, is for the reason that no one should see through me what kind yeah. of a person I am. So am I bubbly? Am I talkative? Whatever. Right, right, yes. Right. It should just be a plain sighted look and then the entire focus should be on the clothes I'm wearing. Right. So, yeah. I want to see the, the, the sash because it's a beautiful sash and, and I, I like the... You know, it's what does it say? MIQS. So MIQS, um, it's the uh, organization which runs Mrs. India, Queen of Substance. I see, I see. Um, I see. And the sash says Mrs. India. I'm Queen sorry, I just got a little bit distracted there. I didn't want <laughs> sure. to take you away from the fashion side. So you've done pageantry, obviously. Yes. And then you've done high fashion. Yes. So high fashion, from my experience, mm -hmm. is that you know people are intense. There's no smile mm -hmm. and everything else. You love to smile yourself. Mm -hmm. You know. So do you switch? Is there like a flip that you have to just push up yes. and then uh, all of a sudden you can smile, you look into the cameras and be intense? Absolutely. Was Actually, the, there is just yeah. a switch and that's okay. that's what 
that's what makes me so happy about that right yeah. it just excites me so yeah. the moment we are backstage we are laughing giggling all the models and we are happy about being looking that beautiful mm-hmm. and the moment is like hey it's your turn the expression changes everything changes it's intense and then you do your work come back and then you're yourself again mm. so uh, yes there is a switch and uh, that's the fun part about it yeah okay so we we talked briefly about the m word which is the marriage you know uh, do you think you're being married uh, right now does it play an advantage or disadvantage for you for the things that you're trying to accomplish um i will definitely say it's an advantage because yes i was not married at certain point of my life and i was still doing fashion and i was still doing modeling mm-hmm. uh but the kind of support uh, you feel when there is someone of your own standing beside you supporting you instead right. of you just doing it on your own there's no fun doing it on your own mm-hmm. uh it's it's more fun when there's someone just right beside you supporting you encouraging you clapping for you cheering for you even though you hear bad things about you being said somewhere like oh you were not that good enough you know you mm. need to work more on this aspect and then you're sad about things and mm. but there's this constant partner who is cheering you up like right. no let's work together towards your goals let's work together towards what you want to become yeah so definitely it's it's a big big advantage to be married and still doing all these things okay cool so How, how was your experience the first time when your husband showed up at your fashion show? Did he add any added pressure on you, or was that like, oh yeah, hi honey, you know? Uh, how was? Do you remember the first time when uh, he actually showed yeah. up to cheer you on? <laughs> I do, I oh, do. He, so. should, he should look at your face right now because you, it's like you just went all the way back and I did. you know, for those of you that are watching her, you know, like like I took it took you to a whole different <laughs> space. <laughs> so I, But that's uh, why that's why I love about storytelling because yes. then we we get the emotions out of people. You yes. Know? So apparently for most of my friends, uh if their husbands are just uh, right there when they're doing their stuff, uh, they feel very motivated and very encouraged. Mm-hmm. I felt very conscious. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is the only guy in yeah. the entire audience who knows me." Right. So I'm more comfortable like walking on the ramp and doing like singing and dancing, everything which I do right. in front of people who don't know me. Right, right. <laughs> is that why you left him today when he came to the studio? Because <laughs> <No. laughs> he wanted to come, right? <laughs> you never know. He might have followed me outside. So <laughs> I'll, I'll come to know that when I go out. <laughs> that's beautiful. No, but that's so that's the, that was at the start. But yes, yeah. eventually now I think uh having him just right next to me in everything I do I feel more confident mm, and I, I feel more supported I see so you're a person of color yourself mm-hmm. you know and and you love to do things that that are inclusive uh in the community so why do you think it's important for you to advocate for uh, diversity and inclusion um well as you rightly said uh, uh I come from India and uh, I've had my own set of struggles mm-hmm. uh coming to a new country and completely settling myself as a student here first and then working in a corporate and then establishing a life here. Right. Um I just want uh new people who are coming in and also people who have been here but their talent has not been recognized mm-hmm. to give them a platform to be able to be recognized for their talent or whatever art form they support. Right. So um hence just uh, it's a natural human nature I would say if you've gone through certain experiences in life you don't want others to go through them and you want to advise them and guide them in whatever way right. um fit to your capacity. I see. I see. So if you could describe yourself in three words, what would those words be? Just three. Mm. Tall, sassy, talkative. Okay. Okay, I, that is on this spot. I could have come up with better words. <laughs> no, no, we'll, we'll take that. We'll take that. 
All right. I think you, you never thought about that, huh? Have you ever thought about just uh, describing yourself in three words? Have yeah. you ever thought about that? No, not, not really. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to play something for you. Um, rather play something with you uh, called Rapid Fire. I'm going to ask you a question and you're going to just give me an answer. Okay. Right? Favorite color? Black. How tall are you? Six feet. Favorite quote in the whole world? The quotation? Quotation. Yeah, motivation quotation. Um, uh, relationships are most important. Okay. Uh, by who? Uh, by me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I think in the second segment, when you come back for the interview, now you know what it takes. I think you're going to be ready. So. Definitely. So we'll move on from there. <laughs> so uh, India's gone through a lot of uh, hardships, mm -hmm. uh, just like any other country out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, there, there's also uh, a lot of positive that has come out of in terms of education and, and just people being more informed and more involved in the, in, in the decision making. But politically, definitely, it, ha it still has a long way to go. Uh, spe specifically speaking about women not being included in, 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 in especially on decision tables, you know, mm. if you had the opportunity to go back and, and be in a position of power, what would you do different to make sure that the, the sisters are included in making decisions? Um, so ancient, ancient India was not like that. Right. In ancient, ancient India, women were in the position of power right. and they were treated as equal. And, um, uh, there, there was a way of life where women used to uh, lead the family and uh, even the you know, next generations as well were on women's name. Mm -hmm. So um, I think in, in the middle few years, what changed really um, was uh, the perspective towards uh, women, right? right. And um, yeah, I, I think if I was in a position of power, I would uh, just make sure that those things continued from the ancient times. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the changes which happened now uh, wouldn't have happened uh, the way they happened. Right. Um, right now, education is is the way to go. I, I really feel uh, educating people about um, the, the, the different perspectives women can bring in into a decision. Mm -hmm. um, uh, inclusion, as, as I spoke about, right, in, right. in, in the last interview on interviews. So, uh, inclusion and um, uh, acceptance of another gender or for that sake not just women any other um, you know lgbtqs we talk about right any other perspective getting all the perspective in the same room mm -hmm. is the most important thing for any corporate any organization nowadays yeah. uh, like if we build a software at microsoft right yeah. it's not just we are building it for people of of uh, you know, say for just for Caucasians, yeah. we're building it uh, uh, for all, or for people all across the globe, mm -hmm. for India, for Africa, for China, Japan, everywhere, and not just for men, for women, and for any other transgenders right. or everyone. So we are also building it for people with disabilities, right? Someone, a blind person wants to use yeah. it. How, so how, how do we, so it is important, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it is important to get everyone's perspective right. into building anything in the society today. And that's how only, and that's the only recipe to success. I see. 
if you really leave any any small aspect of it out of the picture then only few people are succeeding and the others are left out yeah. and that's that's not a permanent success right it's it's again creating a divide I so see. taking everyone together all aspects of the society and uh, including everyone's perspective into whatever you're building is the only way to succeed i see very well said very well said so you are a very interesting person obviously you try to stay balanced <laughs> you're smiling you start to stay balanced uh, and you shared with me you're doing something uh, recently that's interesting you're following uh, one of the indian gu- gurus right yes. and uh, you're learning about uh, meditation different yes. type of medica- meditation not the, the normal one that we all know yes. you know and when you said that at first i think does this involve goats and stuff because like, <laughs> <laughs> goat you know yoga and, and you know all that stuff but yes. i was like okay uh, so share share a little bit about that just for the audience to understand what i'm talking about sure yeah. so uh, i'm a very skeptical person and yeah. uh, it's very hard um, to convince me to uh, follow something spiritually or even religiously mm-hmm. and uh, uh, but recently i came across sadguru who mm-hmm. who is an indian guru and uh, i just stumbled upon few of his videos that intrigued me a little bit and i wanted to uh, learn more and i started like following him following mm-hmm. his thought process uh, he's a he's a not very typical kind of an indian guru whom you see like in plain clothes and all he really is very cool dude kind of a guy he rides bikes and all and that's why i think he's able to connect more with the youth of india right um and uh, yeah i i i have been listening i mean the latest book i'm i'm listening to on audible is his inner engineering book by sadguru mm. and it gives me a very different perspective on meditation as what we call it yeah. so when when we think about meditation uh, originally we always thought like okay just sit in a straight posture and try to not get a single thought in your mind and that's like the most difficult thing to do when you tell to the human brain don't think about anything it actually thinks about every damn thing so uh, uh sadguru uh, what what i have been listening in the uh, in the book is mostly about uh, being aware mm-hmm. on every small thing which happens like just a drop when it is falling from a tap can you just sit for 10 minutes and just observe that drop falling just be aware of that happening mm-hmm. being aware of your breathing being aware of different vibrations which happen in your body when you say certain words right. and all those are also part of meditation right so it's not just like sitting somewhere and and being thoughtless yeah. so yeah there are many aspects uh, of of the teachings which 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 are very exciting to me actually so yeah i have been trying to learn a little bit on that happy for you i'm happy for you so you and i have had uh, our shares of uh, you know going back and forth when it comes to what you're trying to do you like the structure you like things to make sense and i'll be like no so yeah you know we got to turn it down a little bit you know so take it easy and all that stuff you know what have you learned going through that process when it comes to patience and and just uh, the anxiety of preparing for something because i this is my perspective i could be wrong i've noticed that uh, when you're preparing for something you're very anxious because you want you like the perfection yeah. right yeah. so have, have you learned something as far as uh, you know just letting stuff <laughs> you're smiling again <laughs> have you learned something to just let stuff kind of like come to you and and, and be ready and uh, for the moment sure so um actually it comes from my work background yeah working in IT you need to be very organized mm-hmm. in it. like if you're leading a project for example yeah. who is working on what and how, where, what are the ETAs when will the work get done and how do mm-hmm. you define your resources and everything so it naturally comes uh, to me as a planner for mm-hmm. everything I do I, I really plan intensively and make sure that I'm prepared for for some unforeseen circumstances yeah. as well uh, but um yes for this interview in specific um 
I think just being mindful of your presence yeah. at that particular time and being yourself is also a way of presenting, uh, even if you're not completely prepared for something. Mm. Um, and I think in life, such kind of situations do happen very often, which you cannot be prepared for. Yeah. So, yes, your past experiences, uh, you know, whatever your past work you have done mm -hmm. and being mindful yeah. of that moment. That's very well that, said. That, very that, well helps, said. that helps a lot. Very well said. So speaking about uh, past experience, you know, is there anything that you've gone through in life that you wish you could have changed? Um, but while I was growing up, I wanted to change so many things. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to grow up really fast and like just have the power to change. Yeah. But now when I look back, I think, yeah, it's a typical pageantry answer, but no, I do not want to change anything because yeah. every mistake of mine, every success of mine, mm -hmm. every hardship I've gone through has made me who I am. Right. And um, all the bad and the good memories and all the uh, stuff, uh, you know, milestones in life, the marriage and, uh, you know, being with my parents and everything, those are all memories. Yeah. And uh, those have great made memories. me what yeah. great memories and those have made me who I am today. So, yeah. yeah. That's that's incredible. So um, yeah, definitely. You know, I want to thank you for showing up today and uh, sharing your story a little bit about you're a strong woman yourself. You know, um, when it comes to your strength, does that come from uh, the experiences? Does that come from uh, you always have a smile on your face? Does your smile come from pain or love? Um, definitely, it comes from love and uh, just a conscious effort of being happy all the time irrespective of what goes on in the background mm. um, and just yeah just being happy and just, be a pleasant uh, yeah, just being a pleasant person <laughs> so that whoever you meet uh, you spread yeah. that happiness right yeah, that's true. if someone sees a giggly happy um, you know easy to approach person uh, mm -hmm. they feel comfortable in the presence too and, and that vibe gets transferred and it gets transferred to the other people in the world so that's it's a incredible. small effort that's incredible man so there, there's a girl in india who's uh, looking at this uh, video today and uh, listening to you all the way in india she's 10 years old looking at you you look like her and she wants to be something like you. She's looking at you saying, oh, you know, I need to draw some strength from this woman because I can relate to her story. You know, what would be your advice to a woman, a young lady growing up in India uh, with all the struggles, with everything that life has to offer right now in the, in, in the, in the uh, Indian uh, country? Uh, what do you have to advise the, the young lady on, on life just in general? Sure. Um, I think in general, you sometimes have to do things which you don't like to be able to do things which you like. And um, I, I really abide by that because certain times, yes, you uh, have to work towards uh, a certain aspect of your life, right. uh, maybe to earn money, maybe to get a degree or, or uh, to establish yourself in the society to a level where uh, you have the opportunity and the resources to actually do what you like. Yeah. So yes, invest in yourself. Um, you know, that's most important thing. Mm -hmm. Be persistent about what you think you want to do. That's because right. without persistence, nothing comes. And yes, hard work, there's no substitute to that. I see. So just very, keep working. Very, very well said, very well said. So, yeah, as we close, um, you know, I definitely want to give you the opportunity to thank whoever you want to thank, because I know that your success has involved a lot of people, right, including your husband, you know, 
I believe, and your parents. So uh, who would you like to recognize for your journey so far with everything you've accomplished to be where you are today? Well, there are a lot and lot of people. Uh, yeah. Mainly, yes, my parents uh, to support every single dream of mine since a very, very young age. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yes, came my husband, uh, yeah. who has been super supportive in everything I do and everything I want to be and all my dreams uh, for the future. Uh, there have been so many mentors uh, all um, throughout. Mm -hmm. um, um, you know, I, um, I volunteer for Intermuse Productions and Giorgio is, has been a great mentor. Absolutely. Uh, I'm also actually on the board of another nonprofit which is coming up uh, called Sadhana. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have found great mentors there as well. Yeah. Um, I, there have been so many teachers of mine who mm -hmm. have been great mentors. I have, uh, I, I take music lessons from a teacher here in Bay Area wow. called Vibhuti. And yeah. she has been a great mentor. So I have had so many mentors all throughout, all um, on different aspects and um, of my life that right. it is uh, hard to mention all of them but yeah. I'm really really thankful for all of them to all of them to show that support towards all my dreams that's wonderful man how do you find the balance because you know being you know having a, a professional career doing all these things music and fashion and and, and most importantly a husband you know <laughs> how, how do you find the balance you know I'm I'm trying to make sure that I paint the right picture for people listening out there how do you find the balance to make a beautiful uh, wife that you are you know and, and maintain your family well I think you just need to find a husband who can cook Okay, I see. There it is. I, I was looking for it. <laughs> well, you men out there listening, if you don't know how to cook, she just gave you the clue on what you need to do. I definitely want to thank you for showing up today. So as we are closing, you know, please tell us where people can find you on social media, if they want to connect with you, if they learn something, if they want to give you a shout out, where can people find you? Sure. So you can find me with my name, Samya Mishra on Facebook and on uh, Insta. You can find me with uh, Pseudopoda. That's my that's my handle. It's P-S-U-E-D-O-P-O-D-A. Excellent, excellent. So that's about to change when you change your branding. We talked about that. So I definitely want to thank you for showing up today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Davis Live, our Channel ATV podcast. And we had the privilege to interview Miss Somia all the way from India. And now she's uh, right here in the state of Washington doing all the good work that you can think of from the nonprofit sector to uh, being a professional at Microsoft. And uh, we definitely want to thank you for sharing your story today. You heard it here first. Please follow us on Channel ATV. TV.org. Uh, you can follow the podcast itself at www.channelatvpodcast.org. Thank you so much and one love.